Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 98, Episode 4 of Your Daily Zeitgeist! Oh! Production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say, officially, off the top, hey, fuck Coke Industries <laughs> and fuck Fox fuck News. You. It's Friday, September 6, 2019. Miles is wired. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Jack is on time to record the show tonight in the red light zone. Heavy glow. By the way, I tried to say I'd be there. Zeiting for. <laughs> that is courtesy of just season 98 AKAs. I, I appreciate the dedication, the specificity, and I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Secret spies from coal gas tried to steal Jack's mind elation. And little miles from LA dreams of Oscar award invitations. And if you want these kind of dreams, it's sight of fornication. <laughs> um, again, I think we have an exacta. Oh, shit. Just season 98, AKAs at AK Week 98, with that <laughs> Californication inspired AKA. Uh, it's Friday, so next week, I want fucking Nickelback AKAs. Oh, wow. Are there, will, how many Nickelback songs are there? First of all, bro, don't is that, is that insulting? With me right now. All right, I They're, apologize. <laughs> you know what? Um, anyway, listeners, ignore that. Uh, because some people don't respect Canadian art, uh, but I do. <laughs> so please hit me with the Nickelback AKAs. I love pretty much every song uh, from the first two albums. Uh, you know, I like uh, Silver Side Up. I love All the Right Reasons. Actually, let's limit it to those. Silver Side Up or All the Right Reasons. Those are, are two those albums, albums I know. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. Is that, uh, does that have the one about the girl who screwed him over? <laughs> the, the one That's with the video? video of the girl who looks yeah, real mean um sure yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's also there's also another track called next contestant okay which is sounds like a, a jealous boyfriend who is like really concerned about how his uh girlfriend dresses for work at a bar oh no the first words are i can tell by what she's wearing just how many heads i'm tearing off of assholes coming on to her wow each night it's like it's getting worse Wow! Each night it's yeah. like it's getting worse. And then worse the thing just, is, he's talking uh, about these dudes coming up to his girl, and that's when it goes, <laughs> "Here comes the next contestant." Oh my god! Is that your hand on my girlfriend? Oh. Is that your hand? Anyway, so uh, yeah, Nickelback gays. It's the idea that it's getting worse, like suggests that it's a like pathological <laughs> thing. That's yeah. like just a, a condition he has that's getting worse. Also, he just like has no spine right. too. He's <laughs> just like, oh Ugh. god. Now I don't. I won't say anything. So I'm just gonna take <laughs> this out on these men right. and sort of put her uh, her employment in, in jeopardy. Well, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by a hilarious comedian and podcaster, Mr. Nick Turner. Oh. Oh, cheetah. Ooh. That's what I sing to my dog, cheetah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, that's my favorite thing. Oh, man. Um, I have a theory about uh, how it's getting worse for, okay, for Chad. For Chad. Kru Is it Kroger or Kroger? Kroger. Kroger. K-R-O-E-G. That's the thing, and that's shame on me for that's not Matt knowing. That's Matt Groening. Yeah. Yeah. Kroger. But I think we say Kroger. 
That, that's what you'd think. But when I looked on the... Krieger? Yeah. Well, hold on. Do you know how to look at like Krieger? phonetic pr- pronunciation guides of people's names? <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> but you do it this time. Thank God. Oh, well, uh, well never mind. Here's my, I'm going to agree okay. with you. Here's my theory about um, why things are getting worse. Uh-huh. Um, because she keeps wearing more and more revealing clothing, you know? Yeah. But I think it's just because of her job as a bartender probably doesn't pay a lot, so she can't afford new clothes. Also, her lifestyle is probably pretty unhealthy. She's probably gaining weight, mm. which means that every time she puts on the clothes, they're a little more revealing than last time. Mm. And I'm, they're threadbare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Was that worth saying? You know. I wonder, does she work? Is okay, she good. an exotic dancer? Got it out up front. <laughs> oh, maybe. I, but that, then at that point, it's like, yo, you sh- you got to sort right. this out if you date. You you knew what it was. Yeah, night one, she up. was completely naked. Right. Yeah. How's it there's another worse? line where he says, they'll go and ask the DJ, find out just what would she say if they tried coming on to her. My guess, based on extensive analysis, is that she works at a Coyote Ugly type bar. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, yes, yes. You know, a Hooters mm-hmm. type, mm-hmm. if you will. Okay. Uh, Those are very different. Are they? Well, Hooters waitresses don't dance on the bar. They just give you the wings. They give you the wings. They do that weird thing where they flip the stool upside down. And like they rock their hips and it goes in a circle. Oh, (laughs) boy. Man, somebody has spent some QT. Somebody learned how to be a toxic male in the early 2000s. (laughs) Uh, Nick, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. But first, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of things we're talking about today, such as Trump's most half-assed lie to date. Pretty dedicated, though. Yeah. We're going to talk about whether he's good at being president, uh, how Mm. things are headed. Joe Biden continued to be less than stellar at the whole thinking on his feet thing, but exceeded expectations when it came to bleeding in his eye. (laughs) So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about uh, whether Trump will replace Mike Pence on the 2020 ticket. We're going to talk about this ketchup bottle in Canada and speaking of Canadian art, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. also Miles is going to do a little quiz for Nick and I about the Hallmark Christmas movie slate. Uh, but first, Nick, before we get to any of that, we like to ask our guests, what's something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? I'm glad you asked. Oh, good. I just looked up my search history. Here's what I was last Googling. I Googled storyteller, writer, bus, tour, guide, IFC. Storyteller Bice. Yes. I'm trying to figure out what you were trying to figure out. <laughs> yeah. Here's what I was trying to figure out. Um, Is it a writing grant? I saw a guy that um, I recognized from a movie I had seen on IFC like 15 oh, years wow. ago. Okay. He was a writer. It was just him. It was like a one-man show, but it was um, he was a bus tour guide in New York City like oh, for a gray line. And then that was the one-man tour. He was like, you know, given this like... This, one man tour. Yeah, one man show as a tour guide. Um, and he had like curly hair that was kind of long and like a, a high pitched voice. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I couldn't, Michael Jackson. I couldn't remember. <laughs> Michael Jackson. Couldn't remember. So I Googled that. Still can't figure it out. Uh, really? And so yes. did you like see him out at a restaurant or something? You were like, I'm going to pretend like I know this guy's name I know, yeah. by, find, by Googling him real quick. <laughs> I, um, I was actually behind him in line at. TSA. Okay. And I actually kind of got freaked out because they pulled his bag out. And mm. I thought, because when the bag in front of you is in the machine, so is your bag. Right. It's and so Timothy the, Speed Levitch. Timothy Speed Levitch. The, and it was called 
The Cruise. The Cruise, yeah. From 1998. It was good. In black and white? 1998, black and white, yeah. yeah. All I had to search was one-man show bus tour guide. Well, hey. <laughs> Wait, what did you search again? Oh, you know, um, I, 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 um, I probably was Googling Bing. Um, uh, no, I so could I should I, write what you need into Google rather than just Bing. <laughs> Bing me, baby. Bing. Um, no, Bing, but um, I, what was in his bag is going to reveal a lot about this guy. Okay. It was just a pound of cocaine. No, there was nothing there. But I was really afraid it was me because I definitely had weed. Oh, oh, yeah. His bag got the... Yeah. But it was his. Yeah, mine, mine mm. was fine. Well, You're good. Got my weed through. Is that You're, legal? We, well, mm, look, we don't talk about that on this Here's show. Here's what I say. It's no. legal to take it through LAX. That's yeah. Everybody knows that. But then it's like, I didn't guess how much I needed right. Sorry. I have too much left. Oh, my God. There's a quopper in there? A quarter pound? Whoopsie <laughs> daisy. Uh, what is something you think is overrated? Food delivery apps. Mm, yeah. Go on. Um, they're too expensive. Yeah. You there? There's a fee, and then there's also... You got a tip. And then also, after you've done picking everything, they're like, oh, this restaurant adds like a $12 one, which is just oh, adds adds a like 12, $12 fee. fee. Yeah. And then it's always, it's always after you've you've selected and you're like, you now realize, yeah. it's coming. And then you hit it and you're like, oh, it's like, it's- They test you. So much more money. And then it just always ends up be, being like $20 more. Also, it takes so long. Wow. It'll never be faster than you just going to get something. Okay, my Also, question. when oh, your food uh, comes, uh-huh. have you ever gotten good French fries from a delivery? Depends now. if they respect the fries enough to cut the tops off the container to allow the heat to escape and not just steam your French fries, thus creating a soggy fry. Are you finding that that's happening? Uh, if you order from Wingstop, they, they have ventilated styrofoam things, so that does not contribute to steaming your fried food. That is a and great some, hack. Yeah, some restaurants, you can tell the chefs give a fuck because they will take traditional styrofoam containers and they'll clip the corners off or just jab the lids. I know certain Thai restaurants will do that. Uh, right. Shout out to Original Thai in North Hollywood. Um, but yeah, I get it though too. It's yeah. funny, half the time when I, if, like, if I order something online, you're like, oh, hell yeah, they got this thing. And then they hit you at the end, they're like, you ready to pay eight dollars mm-hmm. on top of that though? Mm-hmm. And I'm right. like, no. Like, where were you before when I was selecting a restaurant? Yeah, exactly. Because well, you've it's like sunk the time in. Well, right? they yeah. lure you in. It's like ninety nine cent delivery fee, <laughs> and then there's like the service fee, which is like another ten percent or nine percent plus some tax. arbitrary number. And then if it's like DoorDash, you don't know if the t- the tip actually goes to the fucking uh, courier. You know what I mean? Here's Resort what I've been doing. Fee. I'll call the restaurant. I'll tell them what I want. I'm like, you deliver. No, go get it. Pickup. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. What are you living in, 2005? Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm moving back to 2005. Let's all go. I'm watching black and white movies on tour guides. Yep. And I'm picking up my own damn food. Yeah. I feel like Get food off my delivery lawn. and driving, like Uber and stuff like that, you, because all of these new gig economy companies just pay terribly, uh, you, like, the, the whole scheme doesn't really work because there's too much interaction with the people there uh or there's too much like required from the people they're paying terribly i think the only one that is like really works is amazon because as long as the package gets there you're fine but like yeah the food delivery stuff it's they they pay their employees like shit and then the food doesn't get there on time or it gets there half eaten or and then nobody eats mine oh really respect me 
Yeah. Half eaten? Know. Has that? <laughs> I, I've heard. That is okay. not happening to me. Fries. fries. People, fries people, be, people, yeah. people will fries get fries. poached. That's why sometimes That's why I don't order like, fries. places will seal the bag to ensure mm. no tomfoolery. Right. Uh, but sometimes you get the loose bag. You might want to count your fries. Yeah. Hmm. One time I'm pretty sure I had a, a Band-Aid in a milkshake I drank. It tasted like a blended up, like a Band-Aid was blended up in it. Mm. I drank it anyway. What? That that is an inc- like a beautiful blender that like is able to blend it? the you know like I'm almost you more ever impressed. smell a band aid like a new band aid out the all, box like all when the you time. open it you yeah, just yeah. know that you know the smell of a yeah. band aid you know sure that? sure the only thing that gets me hard Amtrak yep. <laughs> cars smell like band aids sure yeah great uh, uh, but yeah th- that was the flavor of my milkshake I could have been having a stroke light stroke oh possibly, good but yeah. yeah I was I remember telling her Majesty my girlfriend partner I was like yo I don't. Taste this. It tastes like a bandage. She's like, I'm not fucking tasting it. Right, if you think that's the this worst. It tastes like a bandage. I'm like, good point. Yeah. But I I spent nineteen dollars on this, so I'll have to drink it. Uh, the other thing that I hate is that uh, you never. It's like a game of chicken to see if you're going to go get the food or if they're going to bring it up to your apartment. I just meet right. them outside. Yeah, me too. Because I don't. I'm like, a good guy. Yeah, it's easier. I'm like, yo, go go make these runs. I don't want you to get out your car. Yeah. And then if it's raining, I go out with the umbrella. You know. Wow. Wow. There have been times I've been so fucking high, I've fallen asleep, I miss the delivery, and I get charged. So that's that's you That's me being a piece of shit. I've never gotten so too high, I forgot I was the... hungry. Yeah, no, I did it, and I was like, and I was like, oh shit, I think I got food coming, and then like, my phone was blown up. They're like, I'm here, I'm here, I'm What'd here. What'd they do with it? They can't leave it legally because something could happen to it. Like someone could fuck with your food if they leave it on the doorstep and you eat it, they're liable. So they just do not deliver it. And you eat that. You eat oh, that. Oh, so charge. they just eat it themselves. Yeah. I well, whatever. Yeah. They're for them. They're like, oh, cool. So again, the incentive structure. They're incentivized to be like, I'm here. Whoops, you never showed up, and then Gotta they go. get a free meal. It's my, well, I I aggressively did not answer for like five minutes. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, what is something you think is underrated? Jersey Shore. Okay. Hell yeah. The the location or the show? No, the show. Go on. Go okay. Off. <laughs> go off. Um, I just think it's um, it's fantastic because we live in a world now where we we get to to look at what happened to them because well, you see still the whole there. life cycle. Yeah, you're like you wonder like you're watching the old version. And you're like, I bet I know what's gonna happen. That guy's going to jail. Right. That guy's gonna be like getting in public fights with his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. She's getting divorced. They're getting divorced. This one's gonna get fat. Um, and it all happened, and we saw all of it. Um, and uh, Ronnie Ronnie Magro, which is the best last name yep. in the history of um, just people who look like ultimate fighting champions. Yeah, and look aggro. Your last name is Magro. Um, oh, really? And, That's like, his real last name? Yeah. yeah. That's not <laughs> Holy shit. He, uh, he, like every episode, he has new teeth. Yeah. Because he keeps getting his teeth punched out by his wife, girlfriend, baby mama. Is that what it is? Yes. He is like abused and then he puts everything online all the time. And oh, then no. uh, and then they have to go film the show and everyone's like, uh, hey Ron. <laughs> hey, <laughs> nice up with the new chomper. He's like, copyright. I don't want to talk about it. And they're like, Well, <laughs> buddy. Uh, it's you you made it new you put it on your Instagram account. I mean, you know how we respect uh, the prophecies of the Jersey Shore. We yeah. have scripture on our wall. Sure. Yeah, uh, I can office, see. Yeah, that's the, why I brought it up. Uh, the letter, yes, made obviously. <laughs> um but yeah. There was something about that, though, too, that was really great because it was an authentic snapshot of this subculture that people were visually aware of but did not quite know about. Yeah. That's why I love Geordie Shore, which was like the UK spinoff mm. about Geordies in the in Newcastle. And I was like, yes, yeah, see, <laughs> I like this. I like more scene-based reality shows rather than like 
the people's fucked up value based reality shows. Although, hey, check out 90 Day Fiance. Great show. Yeah, it's funny that everyone, you know, it's like the real world is like, let's put one of every type of person in a room. Right. And then Jersey Joe is like, let's put the same guy in the room yeah. over <laughs> and over and over. Out. Yeah, right. And one of them is a legitimate giant, like top five DJs in the world. Yeah, it's just in a, what sense? Like you mean a person for like revenue? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's like the, one of the top earning DJs. And artistry, in terms oh. of artistry. <laughs> artistry. I mean, look, I look at Pauly D. Nobody is, presses a button like that guy. He can. He knows how to twist a knob. Yeah. I don't think he's out here cutting and scratching. What is it? Um, doubt it. And we yeah. got DJ Daniel literally giving me side eye. Uh, because DJ Daniel, you might not know, uh, is higher a, earning than uh, No, much less. <laughs> but a uh, certified hater. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There it goes. Uh, what if I really was just like bumping Poly D CDs right. in my car? Just mixes? Top yeah. five DJs, bro. They're like, yo, yeah. you got the Poly D Wet Republic mix from August 2018, dude? <laughs> Fucking flame. Yeah, I did see your Spotify playlist, top five DJs, and Poly D was heavily featured. Poly oh, yeah, D, Paris right. Hilton. Uh, what is a Paris myth? Hilton. What's something people think is true? You know, Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, I thought that was yes, a myth. a myth. Oh, God, no, not Danny Masterson. That I've reached. No, that guy's in jail. I don't Hollywood think he, jail. Yeah, well, which is just out here in the street. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's at the places I go to. Right. Um, uh, okay, a myth I got to debunk. Uh, summer, we all thought it was June, July, and August, but it's not. It's July, August, and September. All right. It's hotter in September than it is June, and so I I want a petition for it to be fully changed. Great. Who do we petition? Earth? Well, you know, you guys have a bigger following, so I'm going to have to just put it out to your your to the listeners. listeners. To the yeah. If anyone is in charge of uh, summer or yeah. uh, seasonal setting. Now, is this LA-based, yes. LA-specific? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. No, well, well, I was just in June New York. In, I, I got G- back from New York yesterday, and it was, it was still, I mean, it was super fucking hot there. Right. Yeah. June, well, June in LA is freezing. Well, yeah, because yeah. we have June for LA. Like yeah. LA people know June, June gloom. It's just it's just never quite sunny immediately in the morning or whatever. Right. And now, yeah, today, like this last week in LA, it's been like eighty. It's like seven in the morning. Right. Yeah, and and September Maybe. has always been part of Indian summer, mm-hmm. and so I think just drop it. Just say summer. Also, that's probably problematic. Yeah, I, I was don't know why. Say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> As I, I'm saying it, I'm like that can't be. I'm not sure what that means. Right. Well, is I'm, that canceled? That that phrase. Uh, I mean, let's see. Let's see where it actually came from. Yeah. It can't be good. I don't know. The National Weather Service has a definition of it, too. Okay. Which doesn't necessarily make oh. it un- I don't know. Hey, uh, if you're a weather person, let us know. Indian summer, canceled? Probably, right? Hot girl summer, canceled? Did you no. Think the- <laughs> no. Never. Hot boy autumn? Hot September summer. What about autumn? I'm talking about. Uh, by the way, it was Christopher Masterson uh, from Malcolm in the Middle. Right, not sure. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. wow. Thank God. We don't I, want I just to didn't want you guys smirch. to smirch. He's, a, he's like a, a good Scientologist. Yes. One oh, of the they're best. all. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back, and it's time to talk Sharpie Gate. The president is that what that's called? That's what people it's are been calling our it. It's, it's stupid. It's Love a, a stupid gate, gateification. Yeah, but it, let's just let's just listen to some audio from this meeting that the president had, where he showed an outdated, altered map of 
uh, Hurricane Dorian's path. We had actually our original chart was that it was going to be hit hitting Florida directly. Maybe I could just see that, Kevin. Maybe uh, I could just see It was going to that. be hitting directly. And that would have affected a lot of other states. So the map pulled. included what appeared to be a drawn-on black line around the southeast coast of Alabama, <laughs> extending from the actual potential track area that was forecast. You see, it was going to hit uh, not only Florida but Georgia. It could have uh, was going toward the Gulf. That was what we what was originally projected. That was the <sighs> the helpful voice of a Reuters uh, video. Algorithm, <laughs> algorithm, telling us what was going on visually, helpfully. What a sad state of it's things. Kind of amazing. I mean, it is amazing, right? It's not. I mean, he's not really trying to get away with the lie, right? He doesn't think that's fooling anyone. I he clearly does. What was he hoping to gain out of? That's a fucking this... receipt to him, right? You know what I mean? Because everyone can. Well, I well, I. Because first it was all verbal, verbal. No, that's not what I saw. This is what it originally was. And he literally said, here's a fucking receipt I hand-altered. I, right. I think, I think what he was trying to communicate, uh, if I can be the Trump whisperer mm -hmm. once again, uh, the nickname I'm known by amongst uh, the internet, mm -hmm. I think he didn't get that that was going to be the entirety of the storm. And that it would no longer be a hurricane or even a noteworthy storm after that cone. And so he was like, see, it was going in this direction and like kind of drew a little like extension up into Alabama as if to be like, so it's easy to see why I said Alabama would be my guess. Am I providing too much like, I mean, reasonable I, see, I, see, I, I get that what you're saying, you're trying, you're trying to understand his logic, but I guess it, it, it's completely uh, the that point is moot when you actually look at what the map is and his inability to understand what that right. map is. Where it's like at its furthest point, it will go there. Right. Not like oh yeah, it was moving in that direction. Right. Versus yeah, yeah. like no 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 like at like that was that's where it would conclude. It, it according to this. Isn't projection. it remarkable that every time Trump says something, there's like there really is a way to look at it where you're like. I guess there's something there. Right. Right. If, right, if you're someone who is yeah. completely ignoring what an expert is telling yeah. you and, right. and you have an inability to, to just be like, yeah, maybe I got that wrong wrong. Right. I'll have to brush up on my math. Yeah. I mean, it's obvious why he did it, I guess. The reason he is still looking at early <laughs> proposals of, or early projections of where the storm might go uh, that were now badly out of date and he's doing this the day before uh, the storm actually hits the Carolinas, right. uh, like a completely different path. Uh, he's still looking at this old chart because it was something that he got wrong and he just can't can't stand being wrong. It's just wild, though, how much flailing there's been with, like, the amount of tweeting about this that he's even doing. Right. And, like, Hogan Gidley, even, like, the, like, people around him that, that are his mouthpieces. Right. Still being like, well, you know, um, it looks like it, I, I get it. Like, it could have been, so. I think we... this is, I think this <laughs> who, is. Who could care? I know. I think this is like a. Would anyone on earth care if he, like, got that wrong? No, well, uh, a well, first of all, it's a federal offense. It's a federal offense to falsify a weather report, right? So, there's that. <laughs> and it was it was bad. It's just a thing that snowballs when it starts with him saying, you know, Alabama's in the path of the storm. Everybody, be careful in a tweet, and then the National Weather Service having to come out and correct him, and that should be it. It's like 
wow, that guy's really loose with the information and like makes a lot of mistakes. Yeah. That should be it. But he can't. He I can't mean, look, do that. He has to come back and be like, well, you know, it didn't originally say Alabama and then prove it to all of us in this half-assed way that I feel like this is what, if he was doing the helicopter screaming press conferences back at the beginning of his presidency when Sean Spicer did the, his crowd was just as big as Obama's, right. we would have seen him like pull up something where like the crowd was drawn in with a Sharpie. It was just all stick figures. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this... I think someone on Twitter had that joke actually. Oh, did they? They're like, oh, also check out this inauguration photo of <laughs> stick figures. Or if he was Stalin, he wouldn't have photoshopped out the disappeared people. He would just have them scribbled over with a Sharpie. Yeah, and just write dumb, dumb on their face or idiot. something. Well, it's great Never because existed. in true Trump fashion, he sucked all the air out of the conversations around gun control and uh, you know election security and things like that. Because right. he's I'm found not another... bald. Look at this. Yeah. I clearly have sharpie hair. I have regular hair. <laughs> right. It's like what? Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I mean, Mr. President, what about these background checks? I don't know. Writing on things with a sharpie, like just a a toddler who you like can't let have market markers, right? Is his move? Like he's constantly writing on newspaper articles with sharpie and like sending it off to people. So right, and also that's like his whole like his brand is writing in sharpie too. Yes, like you every time they catch. Photos of like his hand scrawled notes and shit. It's always in Sharpie. He's always writing on shit in Sharpie. I wonder if he like in that instance, he really did hold the Sharpie like a child, like it was an ice pick. You know what I mean? No <laughs> right. actual form in holding it, just like, yep, and then we'll put the circle bigger there. It really also, and we're gonna kind of get into this with Biden uh in a little bit, but it really suggests that. We just have these doddering old people who are just surrounded by people who are just trying to like keep them from being as hopeless and not there, right. uh, not all there as as they really are, like in public. Because like <laughs> you, like the fact that he got that past anyone means that like it hadn't been cleared by anybody. He just drew the Sharpie circle and then was like, hey, bring that over here. Well, he probably did, and they're like, well, you don't want to do that, Mr. President. He's like, bring me the original map. Right, because he's he's such a rage machine. Whereas with Biden- His eyes bleeding in the middle of a conversation. Let's talk about this Biden Don't you have to leave? If your eye explodes, you're like, well, had a good run. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it necessarily, but like, it's just like these visuals that are happening on top of his just performances as a politician are just like getting shit wrong about- his votes or experiences and things like that. And you're just like, mm, yeah. So oh. he uh, had this Joe Biden, along with the other 2020 Democratic candidates, uh, appeared at a CNN town hall uh, where they answer questions about, you know, how they plan to deal with climate. Which I do want to say was actually good. Was I didn't think it was going to be useful considering how sometimes the debates had gone with like all this dumb pageantry up top. Right. But the questions, aside from the times when they had like these really lame things about like, well, what about light bulbs? And, right. and like some candidates are like, shut up. Right. The fact <laughs> that the, light bulbs. Yeah. The fact that the candidates are now identifying stupid questions is right. kind of interesting. Right. Like that that's a new trend. Elizabeth Warren and Cory Booker were both like, what What the fuck are you talking light, about? Man? No, that's a distract. Oh, yeah. No, fool. Yeah. We're talking about fucking three industries causing all this shit. We you focus on the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> It is nice that when when it's specifically focused on something, they can't change the subject as easily. 
Right. To be yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah. it's a great question about climate, but I do want to talk about how everyone's getting a thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah and again it was really nice to see that like there was a lot of uh people were mostly on the same page it seemed like nuclear energy was the one thing that seemed to be a fork in the road for many people yeah because uh, some people were like well we're gonna need it for our energy mix and some people were like absolutely fucking not like, i mean what you gonna do with that waste it's a complicated question what you gonna do with all that waste right uh, I don't all know that waste the... inside your case <laughs> Here's all the things I I would do. Uh, will I be able to? Absolutely not. Right. Right. So this is our hopes and dreams, and then I uh, can't wait to ask the Senate. Uh, it, fittingly, because it was an actual useful display of policy, uh, it trended absolutely nowhere. I had no idea it was <laughs> happening anywhere. Like I was just like, wait, is this the is this the debate we've been talking about yeah. for months? No, 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 no. This this one doesn't matter at all. Yeah, another one yeah. on uh, LGBTQ issues, I yeah. think, too. It's amazing how little interest we have in people's actual ideas without them fighting with each other. Right, right. Like, unless they're about to come to blows, I really couldn't care. People are like, well, do Kamala dunk on Biden? Yeah, right. who won? It's like, no, mother... We're, we're all fucking losing right, right. now. Everybody. <laughs> The right is trying to start a thing that Bernie advocated population control as part of his plan just because he talked about access to birth control for women. That's why he's always voted uh, for guns, population right. control. Exactly. Now it comes Pop out. control, dude. So uh, we all know. But Biden, I think, so I mean, Elizabeth Warren continued her habit of kind of just giving TED Talk-esque answers that it's like, wait, did, did she know that question was coming or what? Because she just like... She's been nailing it in all these debates, but Biden continues to seem to be like some, something between a boxer who's like kind of out on his feet and you can tell doesn't totally know where he is and a kid who gets called on during class while he's paying attention to something else and like doesn't even <laughs> know what the question is. So that this dude from the town hall asked a question about the fact that he's like, how are we supposed to trust you to end the problems with climate control when it's caused by a hundred companies and you are having a fundraiser tomorrow that is being run by a huge energy executive. And he seemed completely unprepared for that what? question. Wait, uh, me? He was like, well, first of all, he's not an energy executive. Uh, and then <laughs> He's a really chill guy. <laughs> right. Uh, depends on what you mean by energy. Uh, but just didn't and then he kind of implicitly blamed his staff which i i can see why like that that kind of gets like these these people these politicians all are a result of a bunch of different people collaborating to put a a message and an image out there and he just doesn't seem to be well prepared but it's totally unclear whether they're just too busy weekend at Bernie's him through the campaign to catch small stuff like the fundraiser with an energy executive well, no, that but they I have think the next day. It just shows you the reality. They op they're still old school. Right. They're like, fuck it. Yeah, we take this pack money. We'll take this lobbying money. We'll fill the coffers up. And anyway, like, but that, that's the whole point. I mean, that's who he is. That he's right. the way it's always been done. And he's the guy who's going to get it done because he's going to have the most money because he is going to take the money from everyone because he's not getting individual donors like Bernie and, and Warren. But he had the vibe of sort of like he was confused why that was a problem almost. And he's right. like, he's like, that changed too? Yeah. He's like, wait, hold on. Do they know how this shit works? But I mean, he's like, first of all, he's not an energy executive because the guy is also a huge hedge fund like magnate. But 
Like all of these people, <laughs> all these billionaires are tied up together, man. Like that's why you can't be taking huge amounts of money from industry, basically. You, you have to be, it's just going to be too hard for somebody like him to unwind himself from like right. all the all of the, the different forces that are harming the country. Also, shout out my uh, concern. Shout out to that one 19-year-old who uh, asked her, him a question. She was like, "Older generations have continued to fail our generation by repeatedly choosing money and power over our lives and futures. So how can we trust you to put us the future <laughs> over the wants of large corporations and wealthy individuals?" And his answer was like, "Because I've never done it." Right. <laughs> huh? Because I've never done, well, I've never done that. Now, I've never been president. It's not like there was a bill called the bill to choose uh, the fucking money <laughs> over the future of our children. Right. Like, well, where's the vote for that? It's like, right. Mm, okay, I've never sure. had nothing to do with that. I've, only I've never a, made that choice. I've been a career. senator for decades. Uh, now, this is one of those things that could just be a silly thing that's like bad optics, but his body was leaking blood into his eyeball for the second half of the town hall like he he looked over and it just seemed like there was a huge pool of blood in his eye and i do think that's sort of relevant because he has had like stress related injuries from campaigns before he in 1988 was like the front runner basically for president and then it was revealed that he had plagiarized a bunch of his speeches or his speechwriter had apparently he's not good at you know uh making his staff work on doing good stuff or he apparently his staff has a history of failing him but he then was found to have an aneurysm that if he hadn't been like uh had his campaign torpedoed probably would have killed him in 1988 and he had to take seven months off from being a senator just to like rest up essentially yeah so he has like you know I mean, I don't know. Is is old people bleeding from the eye stuff that scary? Because I feel like every old person in my family has had that at some point. And I was as a kid, I'd be like, "Are you dying?" Like, nah, man. I was just puking too much because I drank too much last night. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's probably what's going on here too. Biden was clearly shit faced at this uh, town hall, but I don't know, man. You know, again, it's just it's one of those things you don't you start to realize like these quotes from Obama and these stories where he's like, you don't have to do this, Joe. Like where a lot of people I think who really knew him were like, you're not, this isn't, this isn't the best thing for you. Like you're also kind of, and at the, at the moment, you're not right for this moment. Right. And, but he's very adamant and even Obama summoning them being like, don't let him hurt himself. Right. Like just shows you that. Yeah. People learn. Yeah. Don't let him hurt his legacy. Obama still has not endorsed him. No, he, he won't. Can Obama run again? No. Well, that's illegal now. You can't. You can't run even if some time has passed. I wish there was like college, uh, like you had some eligibility left. Right. You're like, I got a, I got a season of eligibility left. Why can't you just take like eight years off and then? What if run he again? changed his name? Yes. Mm. Hussein Barack Obama. <laughs> Hussein. <laughs> Saddam Hussein. Obama. Obama. Not gonna do well. <laughs> I don't think so. It's uh, gonna do a quick poll. No, it's not gonna do well. I'm thinking about voting for myself. Great. For a president. I, I mean, writing candidates, always an interesting strategy. I mean, you know, it's never California. Who cares? Before. Who cares? Right. No, I mean, it literally has never gotten us in trouble in California. Right. Or at, at any time I've ever voted anywhere. 
this year people just do it ironically. It's the like, California goes red <laughs> suddenly. Like what happened? Everyone hey, ironically, happened? the fo- the top vote getter was Nick Turner <laughs> <laughs> with two. With two. <laughs> what else wrote themselves? Let's talk about a rumor that happens every time a incumbent is running for president. The rumor starts circulating that they might replace their vice president with a new, with some fresh blood, fresh legs. Uh, and it's happening once again with uh, Trump and Pence. There's a story uh, that from Pence is going to replace Trump. The Pence is going re- well, <laughs> to, well, that would make more sense. But the, this is actually from somebody who's been kind of an insider with the Pence campaign uh, for the past couple years and is uh, about to publish a book on what that's like, which will be interesting. I'll be curious, like how he writes about like somebody who's just hiding in various offices like, <laughs> right. for the entire presidency. Uh, but like the new- Buster Bluth. Like but, seen, but never, what is it? Never, yeah. never seen or never Omarosa's still here? Just half his face in a doorway. Right. It's like, where's Mike? And he's like, oh, get away. Yeah. So anyways, uh, the details are that the Trump and Pence camps have been feuding and just like things are getting chillier and chillier between like all their advisors and that Trump has been openly speculating about replacing Pence after the heavy November losses in the midterm for the GOP, he started talking about how he might have to replace Pence. Yeah, that, that'll help. Uh, and then on a recent golf vacation, he was, again, openly talking about it, not realizing that everybody around him hates him and will immediately report back to whoever they want to. Uh, and then Javanka, uh, Jared and Ivanka are pushing this as a strategy for winning back suburban women because uh, they're planning on replacing Pence with Nikki Haley, yes. Uh, would she? Uh, she would not, I don't by think the way. she would. She they're wouldn't. probably like, who's a, who's a woman we know? She's already, like, literally eye-rolling. She's, like, responding to Trump tweets with, like, this is so unnecessary, eye-roll. Because right. her way of uh, possibly, if she really does want to be president, is she's got to act like, no, nah, I always knew that motherfucker was full of shit. Right. I'm when, Nikki When's the last time this happened, that they replaced... I, this isn't. This is not happen. This is just humiliation. This right. is just him humiliating him. Which is also worth, worth discussing because he loves to humiliate. Pence. That you say he uh, he had to stay at his golf course yes, in, right, in Ireland, Ireland yeah. even though it was three hours away. Yeah, that is insane. Yeah. Three hours away. Working for Trump is just like being on rush week for a sorority. For like a really mean sorority. Hey, you're like going to New York? You should stay at my there. place in Baltimore. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, FDR. He had three vice presidents. Oh, did he? Yeah. Baller. I mean, we fly high. Well, no he also lie. had more terms. Yeah. He, 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 what, had a fourth? He was like, well, you can't have the yeah. same VP that many years in a row, guys. I mean, that would, that would lead <laughs> to, <laughs> that would lead to is this, a corruption. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it, it probably won't happen. I'm excited to read the Pence book to just hear it's gonna be how so he's dealing sad. with this humiliation. Trump's vice president could be Bernie Sanders, and it wouldn't move the needle for anyone. His vice president could be Oprah. He should just put Don Jr. as vice president and be done this with it. It should just be Iv- Ivana. Ivanka. Javanka. You know, Ivana's his ex-wife, Ivanka. Oh, yeah. Ivana would be good, too. Just, yeah, bring it. I'm the only the one who could together. talk to Donald. Yeah, oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know if he'd be interested in that, though. But I think, yeah, the whole, like, 
transparently insecure strategy of like, okay, we lost suburban women. Because that like tour that they're putting together with like a who's who of right. like conservative women to try and be like, hey, we want to talk to the people we lost in the suburbs with these people who are just going to repeat these boilerplate offensive talking points to you. Uh, maybe it'll help. But I just thought of a joke I should have made earlier. Do you guys want to? Uh, yeah. Yes. So uh, speaking of Andrew Yang, you know, I said, <laughs> <laughs> go on. I didn't see the debate, but I'm assuming when they asked him, like, what's he going to do to curb, you know, the rise of hurricanes? He's going to be like, I'm going to give each hurricane a thousand dollars. A thousand dollars. Damn. <laughs> okay. That would have been good earlier. Terrible now. Thank you so much. No, give him a bomb I'm gonna for see that myself. one. <laughs> yes. Um. Let the dust settle on that. Wow. So I, I didn't even know about Are they organizing a tour of like, yeah, like various officials? Kellyanne Conaway will go out there, uh, Katrina Pearson, mm. um, Kimberly Guilfoyle. Like, just all the, you know, satellite women. women orbiting that White House. Right. Who they can get. I'm sure Diamond and Silk will probably go out there. I don't know, but who knows? The thing you're selling is your biggest liability. You, you just... Right. Yeah. It's a well. Hey, I mean, that's why he's. You know, he's maybe he has a trick up his sleeve. Maybe he doesn't. Right. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're gonna take a, another quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back, and it's time for Miles to quiz us on some upcoming Hallmark. Christmas movies. Do, first of all, let me uh, uh, posit this question. It's about uh, time. How many of us enjoy a terrible Christmas movie? I'm not, I'm not with you. Like okay. you. I'm a trash human. I'm also not with you. Okay. Right. I, my blood type is terrible Christmas movies. Okay. Because there's no better way to just ignore your annihilation fantasies you have than to sit on a couch and watch these meaningless films where a person from a big city has to move to a small town to figure out the meaning of Christmas. Right. It's typically the construction. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason I asked is because, to me, these films are so formulaic that at times, from the title alone, you can begin to figure out what the, the plot of the film is. Mm -hmm. So I just So Hallmark just announced their full list of holiday movies. Uh, and the titles with some synopses. Um, and I just want to see if, you know, for some media savvy individuals like yourself. Right. I like garbage media and garbage movies. So right. So I, I think, to... and just knowing how these films are developed, how the titles all have to be kind of this witty. Is, this is the deal where it's 31 Christmas movies in the days of September or December or something. Uh, yeah. Where they do. Yeah. They would just pack it every day, yeah. basically. Okay. Yeah. I think it's the, I think October 25th. Again, start a little it early. It starts October sure. 25th. There's October. 40 films they have, first of all. So here we go. I just want to put this title up to you. Wow. This one is called A Christmas Scavenger Hunt. Okay. Now mm. you're saying that it's usually about a city girl who has to go back to the country. Not or, always, but it's okay. always some very, very generic rom-com construction. Yeah. I'm assuming this is sort of a gift of the Magi kind of deal. Okay. Where um, they've sent each other out on these scavenger hunts, and they get they get the thing, but they had to sell their other thing that matched with it to get the other present for that one. Okay, does everyone up. know what Gift of the Magi is? No. Is that okay, like the this present? is like yeah, it's like one of these tropes. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a story, but now it's a trope where, um, let's say like. Um, you know, the guy gets a, a haircut for the girl, or gets, gets a hairbrush for the girl. Mm -hmm. um, 
uh, and then the girl wants to buy something for the guy, and so she like cuts off her hair to sell her hair to uh, get get money for the guy's watch. But then the guy had to cut off his hand, right? You know, to, to get money get for the, the hairbrush. Money. Right. Oh wow! And so, so they give it to like, him, and they can't use them anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's but like, well, they learn a lesson about love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm guessing this guy, you know, gets that's like overly a, complex. A star yeah. for that. <laughs> that's. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna cut you off, and I'm just gonna tell you. Oh, that's not Jack, it. Jack, just okay. go for it. Okay, scavenger hunt. There's a Christmas scavenger hunt uh-huh. that happens in the city or the country, uh, mm-hmm. and a couple uh, is competing against each other, or two, a man and a woman are competing against each other and eventually fall in love. Nearly fucking spot on. Wow. Wow. When Belinda heads back to her hometown for the holidays, things get complicated when she's forced to team up with her ex, Dustin, at the town's annual Christmas scavenger hunt. The towns. (laughs) Okay, how about this? Yours is, by by the way, just way too meaningful. See, see, this is a Hallmark executive like, no, If I could do it again, I would have said it's just a scavenger hunt that ends with her finding a diamond ring. There you go, Mary. There you go. Uh, How about this one? A Christmas duet. Okay. Mm. Uh, the titles give you everything yeah okay so I want to go with the competition aspect they're both um, auditioning for the same chair uh, cello or something and then um, so uh, in the end one of them gets it but then they decide to do a duet instead yeah and I'm going to go with uh, the girl is coming from the city Uh, she's a musician she's moved away uh, to ply her musical trade in the city she's going back home Uh, her ex or a high school boyfriend is also there and they end up duet like playing music together and falling in love wow okay so it's about a well-loved music duo avery and jesse jesse famous for their duet wouldn't be christmas they haven't played together in years and have since gone their separate ways avery has given up music and opened up a beautiful simple yet idyllic lodge in snowy vermont Mm. while jesse still tours and he's struggling to find the same kind of success they had as a duo when fate brings them together can they find happiness and success once more I bet that uh, bucolic rural setting is better for the soul than his touring and worldly ways, if I had to guess. Okay. Uh, One last one, because this is just so absurd. This is called Picture a Perfect Christmas. This Mm. is so zany, though. You're probably not going to get it, but I just like that they think this is a thing that would be a good Christmas film. Um, So a Christmas family picture, something, something... I'll give you a hint. It's about a photographer. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, think of a photographer that really has nothing to do with Christmas. Okay, like okay. A, don't be obscene. Magazine photographer. I'm guessing it's a it's a school portrait photographer. Okay. And he uh, takes pictures of uh, different schools, and then when they get, <laughs> when, <laughs> he takes pictures. No, of schools. I mean, you mean he's just a creepy guy outside of a school, being like, "All right, <laughs> he's not employed by a company." Luther Wilson Elementary. Click. <laughs> so, so he takes portraits of all the kids at different schools, okay. Okay, and then he it. accidentally switches. He accidentally sends the wrong prince to the wrong family. <laughs> oh. <a> Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> On Christmas. On Christmas. No, it's just Christmas is like a background. Yeah. Right. Because okay. uh, it's just a commentary on how long it takes to get the pictures. Interesting. Because right. they, they took the pictures nine months earlier. He's a, uh, okay, wait, can, I, can I try one more? Sure, yeah. A dating profile picture taker? No. Ah, it's shit. <laughs> 
going. Oh, Sears. Damn you, Hallmark. The movie centers around an extreme sports photographer who returns home for the holiday to look after her grandmother and ends up lending a helping hand to a neighbor who needs assistance watching his nephew. What does that have to do with extreme sports? Oh, there's probably an opening. Yeah, right? Exactly. Well, she's probably picked up a few uh, tricks of the trade from her extreme sports people. And I bet the kid is having trouble with some manner of extreme sports or just like building up the courage to do something and in helping the nephew her and the uncle fall in love or it's like it's just a picture you know what i mean don't get intimidated by the picture it's just a moment i watched one of these yesterday on the plane a christmas film no but the exact same structure like Mm -hmm. a a hallmark film it's called falling in love two ends ah christina million you know, lives that corporate rat oh, race. Yeah. I think she said hamster wheel in the movie Got 48 it. times. And then she enters a contest to win an inn in New Zealand by mm. writing an essay. She wins it. And then throughout the movie- Wait, people... she wins it like she becomes a proprietor of yes. this property? Yes, so she moves to New Zealand <laughs> okay. and then to get this idea like, but it's a mess and she's got to right. clean it up. Money trap and situation. People keep People keep saying like about how like this um, this guy was running this scam. Right. You know, uh, the contest was a scam. And then at the end, there's no scam. They never bring up the fact that anyone said it might be a scam. And then it just works out perfectly. And she has impeccable managerial skills. <laughs> impeccable. I love it. Speaking of scams, I have a friend who's visiting in town and they like got a place through one of the, I think, Airbnb or not Airbnb, the other one. VRBO. Uh, VRBO. And it's just a complete scam. Like they took really nice pictures, like paid a lot of money. And then the place is a complete dump. And Holy shit. The, the person Someone's uh, living emailed there. them. The, the, the person emailed them the next day and was like, I'm going to tell everybody that you threw a huge party and destroyed the place if you try and get your money back. And they're oh. like, what uh, the? You literally what? sent me evidence of right. your plot. Wait, right. they buy. Yeah. They sent... I mean, what about the screenshot of that message? Can't they send uh, that to VRBO? Well, no, and be like, they I'm didn't being... say it like, I'm going to tell people that. They said, you threw a huge party last night. and ruined, I don't want to tell people. The place. But yeah. yeah, yeah. That sort of thing. So anyways. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah. Have friends who live where you're going. Check out the place if possible. Yeah. And uh, just don't don't contribute to housing crisis. Yes. But how many times can they get away with that? Like VRBO gets a complaint every time someone stays there. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these that companies shit, man. are not yeah. staffed as well as you would think. <laughs> I had to, fu- I had a dispute with one of those companies. Shit, shit took forever. Right, and there was shit coming out the toilets, mm. and they're like, "You want your money back?" Yeah, I'm like, "Yeah, there's raw sewage Shit's supposed on to go my in feet." The toilet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not come out the bottom of the seams because they they sped up their renovations too much. I've seen it a hundred times. I watch a lot of house flipping shows. Yeah. Let's talk about art. Uh huh. Bad Boys for Life, the new trailer, hit a couple of days ago. Uh, and it yeah. looks incoherent, but a lot of fun. I love the first one. Me too. I watched the second one off the strength of the first one. Uh huh. Now they're testing me. The <laughs> fucking trailer, I mean, I get it. They do the same Michael Bay exiting the car shot, very famous, that you're like, oh, yeah, I know this. This is, this is creating some sense memories. But then, yeah, first of all, uh, Martin Lawrence looked like he got stung by a bunch of bees. Yeah. I hope he's okay. Will Smith, it, it's unfair because Will Smith is like a fucking non-aging time traveler. Right. And by comparison, I was like, damn, Martin. But then I'm like, no, that's not fair because Will is just some other dude. Right. But 
Yeah, there was so much fucking action in it. I could not understand what the plot was. And I don't mind that because, but but my comparison was like a Fast and Furious trailer. I have an idea of what's happening. Like the stakes are sort of established. This was sort of like, we're back. And it's like, I got to retire. Boom, 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 boom. (laughs) Fucking, uh, but you know, who knows? I'm I'm a sucker for this. I have one thing to say Mm -hmm. uh, to the filmmakers. Fuck you. I don't, okay. I don't want to see a third of anything. Mm. I don't want to see a single third of anything. It's all terrible. There's no reason this movie's happening. They did not have a good idea. 100% had a deal before have they had- Have you seen Godfather 3? An ideal. <laughs> I'm sorry. Very good. Very good. Have you good. seen Rocky 3? Um, Jaws 3. This is a pile of trash. Wow. 100%. I hope it makes no money and everyone involved gets fired and no longer can work in Hollywood again. There are a lot of great ideas out there. This is not one of them. Wow. This is... Fuck, just went on a strafing run uh, in that A-10 Warthog. They, this is not directed by Michael Bay, by the way. Ah. So, I mean... Well, it should have to be directed by the screenwriter just to so he could see what he did. Fuck you. It's the, Look at what you did. <laughs> quick synopsis is old school cops team up to take down the vicious leader of a Miami drug cartel. Newly created elite team Ammo of the Miami Police Department, along with Mike and Marcus, go up against the ruthless Armando Armas. Mm, mm-hmm. So they put together an elite team full of 50-somethings at the station. No, it's what it is. is it's two old dogs. And they're seeing the new generation come in, which is this team right. ammo. Uh, and they have to reassert that it's like, we may be old, but we get shit done. Yeah. Mike Lowry. Mike Lowry. What? You're dating my daughter? That was the yeah. last one. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> come on. Get your storyline straight. Sorry. That was, um, they waited till the third one to do that in the Lethal Weapon series. So <laughs> I got confused. Anyways, they, they make prodigious use of the we ain't. Going nowhere. nowhere. We ain't going nowhere. That's all in the trailer. So it's worth watching just for that. Although they do a bad job of chopping it up. It's really bad. They could have just played that song just for nostalgia. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, no, they dramatized it and it's not Like did a mashup with uh, the Bad Boys by Circle something. Perfect Circle was the name of that group. Me not me no ready. Police man, give me no break. Hey, hey. Bad boys. <laughs> uh, what are the lyrics to that? Soldier man, don't give me no break. Inner circle. Give me no break. Bad boys, yeah. bad boys. What, what you, you gonna, gonna do? do? What you gonna do? I didn't realize they're the ones who did. Inner circle, 300,000. I didn't know circle. the same people who do it. Girl, I'm gonna make you sweat. You didn't? No. What? Because so, in my mind, that was a whole other thing. Do you not have Yeah, they had a couple I, the of hits The Bad Boys right song, I 100% I assumed that was a uh, a one-hit one. Like an algorithm yeah. Yeah. made yeah. that. <laughs> I was like, and then, you know, they they, they maybe did that and uh, don't let the dogs out or whatever. Yeah. Who let the dogs don't out? Let the dogs out. <laughs> don't let the dogs out again. I know you let the dogs out. Mm, that's a good way for us to avoid copyright law. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Canadian ketchup. Heinz has put out a, a limited edition series of bottles with the label Smart. on the front of the bottle turned at a 45 degree angle. For optimal pouring. For optimal pouring. Mm-hmm. For 
at the angle. It's more. You... This isn't really a story because apparently this is just a publicity stunt, and it's only limited to very small numbers in Toronto, Canada. So shout out to y'all out there. Go get your bottle. Mm. Uh, but I, my whole thing with glass ketchup bottles, it peaked when I was a kid when you said <laughs> yeah. you got to tap the fifty-seven on the bottle and it right. does the heck. That actually works. Yeah, when it does. But at the same time, when the squeezable shit came out, the right. game was over. Now, I get the whole thing about one-use plastics, single-use plastics and shit like that. Not great. But I have a terrible record with glass bottle ketchup because it's usually a fucking deluge of ketchup because, like, by the time that air bubble comes in, it's just displaced by, like, and I'm like, okay, I have gazpacho on my burger. Mm. Um, am, I the all, one, am I the only one who feels strongly about this? No, 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 no I'm no. 100%. We, we solved this problem. Yes. And we went plastic. Uh, you can do new types of plastics that aren't plastic now. Right. Yeah, Whatever. right, right. You can fi- figure it out. I, I don't know what you do. Make a Get wooden in there bottle. And do it. Fuck it. Yeah, we already do it, but Heinz is all about nostalgia. You know, that 57 yeah. is the variety of pickles they had. It doesn't make any sense. It's just something that happened in the that past. Is that what that Yes. Ments? They had 57 means? different varieties of pickles. That's where, wow, go on, sir, yeah. historian of Heinz. So anyway, this just, um, it's just another one of their things like, hey, it's just, it, it's, I know it's it's worse, but it's we, we're used to it. We used right. to do it. Here's now, we're selling your childhood back to you, just like McDonald's Tilted. and Coca-Cola. Right. <sighs> wow. And they tap into Damn. the, illo- yeah. like their whole campaign with the glass bottles is tapping into the illogical part of your brain. That is like, well, this is too easy to get. The harder to get thing is the better one. Right. Like, which I, my brain does do that. Like something about a glass bottle that is harder to get ketchup out of seems like it should taste better to me, but it's dumb. Like that's not a good thought. I don't, I don't want to embrace that. Wow. And it's just at restaurants, right? You're not tapping ketchup bottles at your house. No, at my house, I have squeezable. Yeah. Always. Everyone would always choose squeezable top on the bottom. Exactly. Flip it upside down. Smack it up, flip it, rub it down. And then when you squeeze it up. The one thing, though, is when the squeeze bottle first first came out, that regulator cap, if you didn't know how to finesse that first one, your first squeeze would also be a deluge. Yeah. Yeah. But then you learn the technique. They still haven't really figured out mustard. It's still water. It's still water. You got to shake that shit up, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's too much. I forget. I forget. Yeah. Well, you know. We're here to remind you, y'all, if you're listening right now, please shake your mustard next time you use it. Because that's bad boys for life. (laughs) Uh, And there's a new horse has entered the race in the world of prestige replacement meat, fake meat, vegan meat. Plant-based proteins. Plant-based proteins is is what they're officially called. And uh, everything looks good. It bleeds like a burger. It uh, apparently tastes great. Grills well. According Who owns to the it? ads. Kellogg. Kellogg. Because they own Morningstar Foods, which makes a lot of plant-based food. Mm-hmm. Or I think that's what they do. Do we know who owns Beyond and Impossible? I think, I think they're independent. Independent. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. They. I think some of them are. One of them is like on the stock market and doing really. Beyond well. is on the stock market. I believe. Uh, but yeah, Kellogg makes sense that Kellogg owns it because the dude who founded Kellogg, whatever his name, Clark, I think Clark Kellogg. Uh, Kells. Yeah. He was a vegetarian because he thought meat would make you masturbate. Masturbate constantly. Oh, is that what it was too? Oh, everything, everything was about was masturbation. With him? Yeah. I mean, he was Come just on. a chronic masturbator who was I, looking for a reasons. way to stop himself from masturbating. He was like, as we know, like our children will never make it like in this world if we don't stop them from masturbating. And it's like, well, 
My kid like jerks off once a day, how man. Many, how, what? Many, how many people looked around the room the first time he said that shit out loud? They're like, what the fuck is this dude talking about? <laughs> right. well, you know how you're not able to get a single thing done in your day you're just, because of masturbating. Yeah. I just listened to a, like eight episodes about this guy on Business Wars. Oh, really? Yeah. They did the Serial Wars and they never mentioned masturbation once. That's a nice show. That's oh, a, yeah. yeah. Your family could listen to because now oh, I'm, yeah. I'm blown away. Because I do know he was a doctor, and then he had an employee named Post who Malone stole. Well, oh. yes, his last Clark name. Kellogg. Oh, gave Post, Post, cereal? Yes, Post cereal. He stole his recipe for shredded wheat, and then started Post. Oh, and then yeah. his brother, Kellogg's brother, had to convince him to go into the cereal business as well to get the money because Kellogg was like, "I'm a doctor." Right. And oh. I want people to be healthy, and that's why I'm and doing this. And then they added sugar to it, and they ruined oh. everyone's life. Yeah. Well, yeah, look, they have a new – we didn't even say the name yet of this new meat. Right, because, it's, I mean, that's the thing that will make you actually – You got to know where it's coming Ill. from. It's called incognito. Incog. M-E-A-T-O. Mito. Incognito. I refuse to have this product based off the pun name alone. That sucks. That's not a good – that's a fun joke in the room. Right. Let's yeah. call it incognito. Mm-hmm. Ha 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 ha. That's a good tweet. Right. I wonder if they were just scrambling, right? Because again, I'm also surprised, like, if if Kellogg, I don't know if how much of his ethos is really in that boardroom, but like if he was a vegetarian, you'd think they when they saw Beyond and Impossible getting in the game, that they're like, oh hold on, let's show them how we really do it. Because we are, right. I'm sure they have a ton of R and D money. But right. the fact that this like I wonder what happened to that boardroom. They're like, well, there's Beyond and there's something that's impossible. Maybe we need something cute. Right. And incognito wins out. You know what they should say? Bad Boy Burger. Oh. Yeah. Tie in with the movie. Right. Mm-hmm. There's something I, I'm there. With Ta- you. Bad Boy 3. So it's like the third meet. You right. Know, hitting they, the market. Beyond. And now the third. Yeah. Right. What's some other one that could have been uh, beef, unbebeefable? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you nailed it. Unbebeefable. Man, this is unbelievable. Oh, I can't mama, believe this it's is unbelievable. I can't believe it's not meat. I mean, just buy yeah. it. I can't believe it's not butter. And I mean, that was a that was iconic. What about yeah? They just turn make it more like twenty twenty. Like right, this ain't meat. <laughs> um, holy shit, this is okay. <laughs> holy shit, this is actually edible. Right, meat's better, but this is pretty good. Pretty good. Um. Well, well shit, I wish them guys. a lot of luck, and yeah, I hope that they fail, too. and only the independent companies only ever do well. Yeah. Yeah, well, hey, y'all, check out your incognito. This is the Dasani of fake meat, of plant-based meat products. It's funny because the logo is like, if you really look closely, it's like a cow with a monocle and a mustache on. So, And then the chicken one is like a rooster with the same, they, like they, a bowler hat. It's they like, need a little bubble that just says, thanks for not killing me. Well, it's weird because it's the Monopoly man, basically. <laughs> right. Like, of Which is animals. a weird message. They're like, right. undercover, y'all, because uh, we're the fucking destroyer, <laughs> but we're coming in incognito. If we stop killing our animals, we can let them get educations and go into careers in banking. I think mm. is what is what that logo says to me. Okay. Uh Nick, it's been a pleasure having you. Me. You. Wow. You Thank sir. you. Yes. Uh where can it's people been a pleasure here. find you, listen to you, follow um, you? Well, I along with past guest Nick Nicholas Vaderot. Yes. The third. Last Vaderot. Yes. Yes. Um we have a new podcast out. Say what? It's you'll never guess. Um I know that's the first time you're hearing about it. It's called Get Rich Nick. And every week we try a different way to make money quickly. 
quickly. What and uh, I think this week is horse racing. Yeah, and we take CJ or CJ Sullivan takes us to the track, and we win, uh, lose, or break even. <laughs> that. <laughs> I, I find that I have the same experience when I go to the track, that <laughs> yes. this is a relatable podcast. That's why I was asking how the tracks are. You thought I was asking some like businessy <laughs> shit. Uh, the tracks are bad. They closed because all the horses died, and then they closed yeah. early for the season. What oh, was going shit. on with that? Well, they this- died. I think it's... Um, <laughs> There's mm. no, there was like so a lot of speculation, die. but there's no like, they didn't do a report and be like, this is the reason. It's Jeff. Why should they? <laughs> yeah. Jeff just like has syringes in his hands. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it was me. I'm stabby. No, I think they were, um, they, for some reason they were saying like the, the track, like the dirt is a lot harder there than in most tracks at Santa Anita. Hey, which sounds like some bullshit. Yeah. Oh yeah. The dirt's dirt too hard. Killed the horses. Yeah. But it's not like. They they killed like thirty horses this year, which is the same they they killed the year before, but they just did it a lot faster this year, and so they closed down early. Oh wow! Anyway, next week's task rabbit. Yeah, that's <laughs> a lot. Uh, it's a that's um, a lot more fun. Although we don't dwell on that in the horse racing episode, it, it is brought up, and we get to the bottom of it, and we solve it, but we also and have we bring a lot them of to justice. But that's just in the first act. Yeah. Then we have fun at the track. Yeah. Um. How'd you guys do? Oh, well, I guess you'll have to listen to find out. I mean, I'll have to listen one to of us, out. Um, out of the three of us, including CJ, one of us wins hundreds of dollars. Damn. And another one of us. I meant on TaskRabbit. How much oh, money oh, you win on TaskRabbit? Oh, well, we, Tune in. yeah, we, we do a couple. Uh, we actually, I will say TaskRabbit, we earn a lot more than we do at other ones in the first, first grouping. Interesting. Mm. Okay. Of uh, apps. Yeah. Shit. TaskRabbit's uh, legit. Have you ever used a TaskRabbit? Yeah, uh-huh. from time to time. Yeah. Sometimes I've had good task rabbits. Other times I've had people who were more of a burden. <laughs> right. Who were like, hey, can you help me move this stuff? And they're like, dude, I don't really, I'm not trying to move that. And you're like, I'm paying you That's to. insane. What? Right. Also, like have... my truck, dude, I'm here in a Civic. No. So right. like, it's going to have to fit in there. I'm like, yeah. dude, what the, f- you said you had a truck. Absolutely. Okay, task rabbit. Had you know what? Experience. Take off, man. Do you ever have one guy that was like, okay, well, that's it, huh? And you're like, yeah, yep, that's it. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. So what's on TV? Yeah, you want to chill or whatever? <laughs> you got me for the next hour. Yeah. Well, should we order a pizza? No. I think that was a pot dealer. Actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, is there a tweet you've been enjoying? Uh, oh, yeah. I just uh, pulled this up. Uh, John Ozilay, four days ago. Uh, I've Again, I famously like almost no tweets. So, so this, this is a very small list of tweets I've liked. He said, beware anyone who poses as a sad person asking for pictures of your dog is stealing your dog's image and cataloging it for dog's database in Russia. So... <laughs> That's uh, important, and I think it needs to be out there. Bad Boys yeah. for Life. Hell yeah, Bad, bad boys, boys for life. life. Hashtag Bad Boys for Life. Miles, where can people find you? Uh, Twitter, Instagram, at Miles of Gray, M-I-L-E-S-O-F-G-R-A-Y. I see some of y'all literally misspelling my name to my face, like in a tweet, but tagging right. me correctly. Very upsetting. Mm. Lazy. Okay. Uh, some tweets I like. It's actually one from Reductress. It says, is it love, or is he just a carnival worker fastening your seatbelt? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. It's a classic. Uh, at Lenarcus Aldridge <laughs> tweeted, uh, white people love saying, oh, that was terrible after throwing a Frisbee. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> oh, that <was> <laughs> That's so true. Uh, and also uh, Russell Goldman tweeted, remake the social network, but about the Jeremy Renner app. 
Uh, the rise and fall, guys. Oh man, yeah, it's already gone. We'll have to we'll have to tap Jamie Loftus when she's back. From I know, her just great to tell European us that story. Uh, and also, I'm curious what Jeremy Renner thinks "jump the shark" means. Like, I think he means it's like it's become predatory, or yeah, like evil. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Anyways, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Miles, what song is that? The artist is Planet Giza. The track is called Space Cadet. And it just has one of these... I don't know. It's like where hip hop, it's a direction where hip hop should be going. Okay. It's got a mixture of like bouncy instrumental, not sort of boom bap rap tracks, uh, good lyrics, but then the vocals are a little distorted. It sounds like a, like a mixtape you would have found in like the apocalypse, but it's a thing that would bring you joy as you hold on to the last lock of hair that you have from your wife who has passed away in the great resource wars. It's, these are all the images that were evoked for these. Boom bap rap tracks need to be a series of words in an Eminem verse, I think. Yeah, oh uh, yeah. Daily- Using way too many napkins. <laughs> Boom bap rap tracks. Uh, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for this week. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Quick week. Uh, we will be back on Monday, and we hope you have a fun and safe weekend. Bye. Bye. I feel like a hell when nobody have it. Hot shells jumping out, they send me automatic. When they know about a color, got a new ass. Now the babies with a V-Low jean jacket. They can see me even if you had 3D glasses. Red bitch in the bikini, she from Calabasas. Got a pocket full of blue cheese and some green relish. I'm a sucker for these hunters, got a cash fetish. I've been studying these hunters with my mathematics. And this love make me wanna buy my dedicated. Since the love got me beat up, I don't